Hi everyone, this is Rabbi Mayor Friedman and I'd like to share with you an answer to this morning's question. It could be if you're listening to this on Thursday, it will be yesterday's question actually. Just to recap the question, Moses in giving instructions to the Jews, about to the spies rather, about heading out to spy out, to scatter out the land of Israel in preparation for heading in and conquering the land of Israel, he tells them all sorts of great military advice, intelligence advice. He says, check out whether the cities are fortified or not, check out um, the whether there's a lot of people, are there not so many people, are they strong, are they weak, etc. And he ends off saying, bring back some fruit. Before he's, the last few words are, v'chzaktem ulakachtem ipriaretz, strengthen yourselves and bring back the fruit of the land. To check out whether the cities are fortified or not, he doesn't say strengthen yourself. To check out whether there's a lot of people or a little, doesn't say strengthen yourself. To check out whether they're strong or weak, you don't have to strengthen yourself for that. But to bring back to bring back fruit, that requires, you know, strengthening yourself, an extra level of motivation to get that done. And the question was, why is that the thing that would require motivation? That seems to be the easiest part of the job. Why does Moshe and Moses have to like give them the last bit of, you know, that pep talk? Oh, and you're going to do it. You can do it. Strengthen yourselves and get that fruit back. Bring it back. Show us what it is. So I'd like to share with you an answer. Thank you. First of all, I heard a number of nice answers from a number of you. Thank you very much to everybody who sent an answer. But I want to share with you an answer that I heard, saw in an article a number of years ago written by a man named Mordechai Kamenetsky. He's the head of the of a yeshiva in New York. And he suggests the following. He starts out by... I'm talking about April 15th, 1942. Jackie Robinson, the first black baseball player in the United States. Jackie Robinson had to deal with racial slurs, with even physical abuse. But he pushed through it all, and he pulled it off, and he ended up being the first black uh, player in Major League Baseball. So the first day, on April 15th, he's heading out to to the ball game. First time he's actually going to be in the game. He had already been on the team for a little bit and already was wearing a jersey for a few days. But he's actually going to be playing in the game now. Before he leaves for the stadium, he turns to his wife and he says, gives her some advice. He says to his wife, he, remember, he's the only black player in the entire Major League Baseball, let alone in that particular game. Turns to his wife and says to her, Don't worry, dear. You'll have no trouble spotting me out there on the ball field. Then he pauses and says, I'll be wearing number 42. Jackie Robinson's self-esteem, his knowledge that this job, the position of first baseman for the Dodgers, were his for the taking. That's what allowed him to overcome all of those racial slurs, the harassment, the physical abuse that he faced. And suggests Rabbi Kamenetsky that this is what Moshe, Moses, was telling the, the, the spies, the Moraglim, before they even left, to, before they even left to, to scout out the land of Canaan. He was saying to them, I sense there's something missing in you. You don't feel like the land is yours. God promised this land to, uh, to Avram, Isaac, Jacob. He took us out of Egypt with unbelievable miracles to bring us to this land. He's going to fight for us. We're going to get it. It's going to be a no-brainer. But yet, you don't feel like it's yours. You should have enough faith in God to already have this attitude, this mindset of, this is our land. We're going through the motions, of course, of scouting it out. We have to have some battles, etc. But it's ours already. They were missing that. They didn't feel like it was theirs yet. So says Moses to them, Strengthen yourselves and take some fruit because it belongs to you. Realize it's yours. You have to work, you have to strengthen yourself because you have to work on your faith 
to have the minds of, we got this in the bag, it's ours already. Moses was giving them a heads up in what he anticipated their problem would be. And unfortunately, we know that Moses was correct. I think it's very important to keep this in mind, especially coming off of the last round of fighting that Israel had with Hamas. It's sometimes easy to get caught up in the craziness of social media, you know, the whole world being anti-Israel, and starting to wonder, like, you know, is it really ours? You know, what's Israel doing? But just looking at the facts, it's so crystal clear, cut and dry. It's bananas. The world is insane. Hamas, Israel cares more about Palestinian lives than Hamas does. And I think we have to realize that and not make sure we're not getting caught up in the in, in the, all the propaganda on social media. So that's one very relevant area. I think another very relevant area is that every Jew has a portion in Judaism, a portion in Torah study. And sometimes we are approaching a Torah topic or, you know, we're invited by a kol rabbi or to come to a class or come to a program or whatever it is. And we're like a bit apprehensive. You know, I don't know so much about it. Is it really for me? And we have to realize that, yes, the Torah is ours. Have I explored the vast breadth of Torah yet? Possibly not. Hopefully I've dabbled in it a little bit. But even though I have not explored it, the Torah is ours. As a matter of fact, according to Jewish tradition, when we're every child in his, in his or her mother's womb, there's an angel which teaches us the entire Torah. But then it taps on the, uh, on the lip right before a board and we forget the entire Torah. What's the point of it teaching us the Torah if we were going to forget it, you know, before we're born? And the reason is for us to realize that it's already ours. We already own it. Okay, we forgot it. But it's ours already. So the next time you have an opportunity to study Torah, to go to a class, you're invited to a program, realize you already got the Torah. It's already yours. You have to go learn it. You have to go, you know, read through it again. Relearn it. Go to the class. Participate. Get involved. But it's already ours. We already own it. We're just taking what's already ours. Have a wonderful Shabbos and see you next week on Wondering Wednesday.